Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by topic Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dawson. Pete, how you doing? Is there any reason why you're, like, loosely leaning back in your chair and... Sort of projecting to the ceiling. Is that, I'm not sure what you, why you're doing that. I feel like a king <laughs> when I look up at the ceiling. Um, no, Pete and I are in Japan. In you listen Japan. to last week's podcast, you'll know we are together. And Back in Japan, baby. That this is our two-year anniversary podcast. Oh, happy birthday, mate. And Pete's flown all the way to Japan to be here just for the two-year anniversary. <laughs> I have, yeah. That's true. Definitely not just sheer good luck Just happened to be there, yeah. Because he's showing a friend around. No, he's come just for this. <laughs> And it is a momentous occasion. It is momentous. I'm having the, the time of my life. <laughs> and by the time of my life, I mean... Sitting on the hotel bed. Sitting on the hotel bed. As Chris sits in the corner, <laughs> speaking in the third person because yeah. he's drunk too much Strong Zero. Yeah. The Strong Zero's back, people, for a second week. We have been trying to do these podcasts while drinking a little bit of alcohol and see <laughs> what effect it has. Yeah. So far, the only effect it has is it slurs your words a little bit. Mm. So don't do it. It's not helpful. No. Uh, no, it's not at all. Um, but what I will say is it's our two-year anniversary, and that's amazing. We haven't missed. Criticise us as much as you want. <laughs> I mean, and heaven knows there's a lot of criticism that you could throw at us. Yeah, I mean, you're like a kind of a, um, like an abused pet. Like You I'm just the- seem to think that everyone hates you, Chris. <laughs> I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying Lighting you just need to relax a bit pets. more. Brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, credit where it's due... We haven't missed a single week of this podcast mm. in two years. Maybe that's why we are the biggest Japan podcast out there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Why not? You know, when I started off, we, <laughs> we had the tagline, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without being in Japan. Mm. We know now that it, we probably definitely are. Well, come at us, bro. I mean, you know, like, I, I, I want to see some competition. Absolutely. Bring it on. Bring it on. We're, we're <laughs> welcoming. Um, but we've had, we've had over six million listens in the two years that we've been doing this now. We've produced mm. over... 100 podcasts. Um, we've had a pretty good run, um, and there's no sign of it ending in the future. Anytime soon. By virtue of the fact that Pete Donaldson left his job as a radio DJ, Absolute Radio, back in December, mm. and now he's a bit more free. He can yeah. come to Japan more often, we can do more stuff, we can cover more topics, and Pete can experience more things. <laughs> uh, just last week, we were in Sapporo for the Sapporo Snow Festival. Yeah. Um, and we had a great time. And now we're in Sendai. 
We're in uh, we're in an equally um, freezing Sendai. So mm. well done, everyone. Uh, and I, I, you know that because that's what I like about holiday. Just having to wear thermal clothes. <laughs> just I went to uh, Muji. No, not Muji. What's it called? Uniqlo. Uniqlo. Before I left London, um, and just bought as many uh, really really warm clothes as I possibly could. Yes, managed to managed to sort of keep keep out some of the cold anyway. And if you're wondering what the Sapporo Snow Festival is like, and it it was amazing to be fair, we both had an amazing time. We covered it in last week's podcast, mm. and we made a vlog about it on the second channel, Broad Perspective, which you can check out on that channel. Um, it was great. We had uh, there was me, there was Pete, there was Natsuki, there was Charlotte in Japan, there was mm. Jackie, and even Natsuki's wife. Yes, everybody was there. Who wasn't there? We electrocuted Natsuki at one point. We did electrocute Natsuki. Little, little toy that there's a little toy that. Uh, um, allows you to uh, electrocute your friends and we electrocuted him it was good shock roulette mm. I love that we didn't take him to an arcade I need, I need to play some arcade games with Natsuki because I reckon he'd be really good at them I'm sure we could fit that in at some point <laughs> um, but today we are answering your questions mm. listening to your stories reading your comments we're going to spend this week dedicated to the fax machine um, in order of celebrating this two year anniversary it's an email special guys and what's the first one we've got the first email comes from Matt in the UK. Very generic. Um, hi, guys. I'm Chris and Pete. I've been listening to the podcast from its inception each week and watched most, if not all, of Chris's videos because I'm a frequent traveller to Japan and I love their mini quirks. Um, I have a uh, question regarding convenience stores. Most travellers uh, know of 7-Eleven, Lawson's and Family Mart, but Japanese people frequent only their favourite store with fervent loyalty. Go to each one for uh, different things, or is it simply a, a price or a location issue? Keep it the good work, Matt, from the UK. Well, that's, mm. that's a good question. Yeah, because there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of deviation mm. between all of the different places, but they do obviously have different products. Yeah, I mean, there's a few other... Convenience store chains like Daily Yamazaki, yes, uh, and Sunkus. Sunkus. I think Sunkus were actually bought by Family Mart. So were they? Just now, yeah. Ah. But what I will say is, I don't like those ones. <laughs> I was with Riotto <laughs> last week. I was with Riotto, uh, and we always start filming really early, really early in the morning, like seven o'clock. Right. And the only way it works is I get up really early, I get in Riotto's car. And then we stop at a convenience store and I get like a bread, pizza bread, pizza yeah. man. It's amazing bread. It's mm. just like a bread filled with pizza. Right. Uh, and I get various other things. And that's and then I sleep in the car for the duration of the journey. I arrive <laughs> down a can of coffee and we're good to go. Yeah. Um, and on this occasion last week, Riotro wanted to pull over at a mini stop. A convenience mini store, stop. the mini stop. They're, they're all right. But he was right. like, oh, I want to go to the convenience stop. And I was like, No. I'm going to go to Lawson's and we had a battle in the car <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning racing down the highway uh, towards the coast mini stop and we you know I was tugging at the wheel he was like we've got to go mini stop and I was like no fuck you and your mini stop and I grabbed the <laughs> wheel and I swerved it into Lawson's and we went to Lawson's and I got the tasty pizza bread and yeah. all was well with the world um, so I have my preferences but to be mm. honest uh, it's more a case of location and convenience. Most people don't care. And to be fair, at Seven Eleven, Lawson's and Family Mart, there's not much difference. No, Lawson's has. I tend to find Lawson's is the best. Actually, I don't know. I, I, I know for a fact Family Mart does the best fried chicken. Right. I do eat it every week. Family chicken. At some point or another, and it's the juiciest, the best marinated, the most delightful, <laughs> the simply best fried chicken. <laughs> Nobody comes close. Lawson's is second. 
But 7-Eleven is a better all-arounder. They have everything. Right. They tend to find they have the best range. But I find most people prefer Family Mart. Mm. But they're good for different things. Like Riotero maintains that, uh, I think Family Mart do the best pizza bread. He says that they do the best pizza bread. Mm. He has different preferences for different things. Mm. So. There was a Family Mart in Niigata that, uh, at one o'clock in the morning, wasn't very well stocked. <laughs> mm. Wasn't very well stocked. Was that the extent so that of your got, story? That's the extent of my story. Okay. Just wasn't, I, was just surpri- I was just very surprised. Wasn't very well stocked. <laughs> well, what I do know is um, Lawson's. So one of the reasons I do drop into uh, convenience stores a lot is to get coffee while on mm. the go. Um, and Family Mart and 7-Eleven, you get a cup and then you pay for it and then you go to a little machine and you pour your own coffee. Yes. Lawson's, they do it for you. And a lot, a few of my Japanese friends prefer Lawson's because they don't want to have the hassle of making their own coffee, <laughs> even though it takes one this minute. This is getting very granular. I know. Like, I remember <laughs> he was like, I like Lawson's because they do it for you. <laughs> um, so if you don't like making your own coffee right, or just okay. sticking a coffee cup in a machine and hitting a button, Lawson's <laughs> is the place to go. Other than that, they're all the same. Uh, just go to whichever's the closest, Matt. That's my advice. Don't worry about it, Matt. Yeah. We've got one from Dean who says, Hey Chris and Pete, have either of you had a chance to watch Amazon's blatant rip-off of Journey Across Japan starring James May as Lord Broad? If so, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Cheers, Dean. Can you imagine how many great hotels James May has stayed in in his trip across Japan? I bet he stayed in some absolute stunners. You know what? So I've got a lot of people messaged me about this. He had a James May from Top Gear mm. and The Grand Tour. Uh, had a, a show called Man in Japan, right? Yeah. James May's Man in Japan. Yeah, did you watch yeah, it yeah. at all? Did you see it? I didn't. I just saw the um, I saw the intro video, the trailer, and I was like, why do uh, any why does any kind of show about Japan automatically begin with sumo? Because <laughs> in the grand true, scheme yeah. of things, like it's just it's just the, always the first thing. It's like shorthand, and I understand why they do it, but I've never seen any sumo. I've never sort of like when you walk down the street, you don't see. Pictures of sumo wrestlers. It's just not. It's just not a thing. It's so old school. It's not a thing that people talk about. It seems absolutely. I mean, I've never seen sumo. I don't know anyone that has. <laughs> uh, it's really not that big a thing. Yeah, like ten people watch it in Tokyo. Yeah, I'm not degrading. Really? I think it's probably a great sport, and I'd like to watch it. It's on my bucket list. Make no mistake about it. But it was that famous. Um, uh, I think it's sumo because it's so weird and quirky and unique yeah. that people cover it. Well, there was a sumo wrestler recently who. It was a bit of like a, I was going to say Leicester City, like a, like an all an also ran kind of um, uh, sumo wrestler, and then he won, um, and he and he broke down because he was like he wasn't very he wasn't amazing, but um, he wasn't expected to win the competition, oh. but he won the competition. Chris. Good for him. He won the competition. Going back to Man in Japan, though, I did flick through it. I watched every episode mm. on fast forward because <laughs> I knew I'd have I'd, I'd seen and done a lot of it, and I think nine times out of ten. The stuff he covered, I'd either filmed or done. Right. And I suspect the producer of the show had watched Abroad in Japan as, as um, uh, research. Because mm. they did cover things like the Shimanami Kaido. They did cover... They covered Hagoro, where I've taken you. The temple, Hagoro. In Yamagata, near where I used to live. Right. The amazing temple yeah. that nobody gets to because it's so far away. Apart from the most dedicated tourists. Why would they bother doing that? Well, because the there's mummies. a really interesting monk there. Uh, called Mr. Hoshino, Hoshino-san. And he's got this really charismatic face, right. an incredible wispy beard. He looks like a character out of Zelda. <laughs> and he's amazing. Um, ah. And that was really cool. But I think they, I covered him in a video once. Right. And I suspect 
they watched my video on that and went, oh, I'll go there because look at that man's face. Well, look, you can't uh, you can't possibly um, copyright that kind of thing, can you? Definitely you not. You don't own the monk. <laughs> but um, what I did, I did like about the show is James May's enthusiasm for Japan comes out. Most Japan... Um, Japan. Japan. Most Japan. Uh, travel shows, documentaries, they do the same thing. It always starts with a foreign presenter walking across a beer crossing, going, mm. like, gawping and looking around 180 degrees, going, oh, yeah. Wide angle busy. lens. Yeah. It's so different. Mm. Oh, it's like, okay, we've done yeah. that. We've and, seen then this. and then they get um, some sumo training. <laughs> yes. And then they see some cats. And they, Yeah, and they do the same tick box <laughs> shit. And they don't, you never feel like they've actually kind of gone under the culture <laughs> and actually met people. In that series, Man Japan, what came off was James May had a real enthusiasm for Japanese culture. He right. loved Japan, he'd been here before, um, and he'd done his research, and it was a really great show. And so, if you want to see, you know, really interesting travel documentary series set across Japan, I would recommend checking it out. Mm. Okay, well, fair dues then. I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm glad to get yourself Amazon Prime. I, really I presume it was Amazon Prime. It was Amazon Prime. No. That was a really, a really long-winded way of just saying watch it. <laughs> it's all right. Go watch it. It's good. <laughs> uh, we've got one from George. It says, Hi, Chris and Pete. I'm currently in my final year of the University uh, of university in York, um, but I'm formally, the, I'm formally from the motherland that is Kent in the UK, which mm. is also where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, I normally struggle to listen to podcasts. Even interesting ones can't hold my attention. Uh, but I've been listening to yours for about a year now. Not an interesting um, one, then. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I've been watching the channel since forever, which is seven mm. years. Uh, every week while I do my shopping in Morrison's, which is a really interesting shopping centre place in the UK, uh, for some reason I've, I'm latched onto every word you guys speak, so thanks. I like the idea of him going on Morrison's. We should sort of remind him of things he needs. Olive oil. Morrison's. That's the most British-sounding supermarket You need olive oil. Uh, you need pizza bread. His question is, Bleach. you do a lot of collaborations with other YouTubers, but there's one very famous English-speaking Japanese YouTuber, uh, Japanese YouTube channel I've never seen you collaborate with, Ooh. and I'm wondering why. Only in Japan has a similar size audience to you, the kind of similar content, and seems nice enough, so I'm just surprised he's never seen with you. I feel like I'm cheating on each of you when I watch the other's videos. i got to know I'm not. Crying face. Thanks, George. <laughs> uh, only in Japan. What do you know about him? I am just giving him a Google. He'll be one of those faces. Oh, he's that older chap, isn't he? He um... older chap. Isn't he your age? What? I don't think he is. I think yeah, he's, right, he's, he's ten years older. He's definitely a bit old. Yeah. So he's there's a YouTube old channel old called Only in Japan. It's a decent channel. He's um, very busy. He's, he does a lot of videos. It's presented by John Dorb, who I have met, and he's a nice enough guy. Mm. Uh, American dude. He's lived here a long time, somewhere yeah. between fifteen to twenty-five years, if I recall. Um, but his channel, Credit Where It's Due, it inspired me to um, want to up my game and yeah. go from being a simple vlogger in a room complaining to trying to do more you know, original content because yeah. he does pretty well-made documentaries. I think he was sponsored by a company called WowU and they had good budget. Right. I'm not sure. Um, but it is a good channel and I don't think there's ever going to be any way we can collaborate given that we are very different. I'd be quite interesting to sit down maybe do an interview with him mm. um, but he's a nice guy. Um, he's a nice guy, and it's like a great a, channel. Be like Avengers Assemble. It would be, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but he's very clever. He's recently started doing live shows. Right. Going around doing live shows in Tokyo. Mm. Um, so seems to be a interesting new live YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, only in Japan. It's a great channel. Don't worry, George. It's not cheating when you watch his channel. Yeah. 
Matola, um, he's just got... as long as you watch Abroad Japan more than Over in Japan. See, look, some occasionally criticise you for not putting out very many videos. Two weeks ago, that was his last one. Then a month before that, and three months ago, four months ago, he's going on a busy few weeks. He probably is doing live shows. Oh, that'd be why then. <laughs> so he's probably doing more than that. <laughs> now you've made me feel bad. Thanks. John Daub. Cheers, Pete. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile. slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. One from Brandon. Brandon, what have we got here? Brandon from Birmingham, Alabama. As a future Japanophile hopeful and a whiskey lover, are there any festivals involving the Japanese whiskey distilleries that I could keep in mind for a future trip? Isn't there one up here? Isn't, that, isn't whiskey uh, quite big up here? Well, Nikka Whiskey, yeah. There's mm. a big brewery in Hokkaido. I don't know if there's any festivals, but I do know a great whiskey brewery. Uh, one of my videos is called Staying in a Thousand-Year-Old Japanese Hot Spring Resort. Mm. Um, really, I should have titled that video... We went to a Japanese whiskey distillery because that is the biggest part of the video. Right. And people always ask about it. But uh, check out that video, Brandon. Uh, there's a really great distillery just outside Sendai by Nikka, the amazing whiskey company. Mm. Um, and you can try all the whiskies. You can see how it's made. You can see them all in their caskets. It's right. a really cool place. I really enjoyed it. Or just watch the video and that's... Just watch the video and drink some whiskey, and it's basically <laughs> the same thing. I've been smashing back some Yamazaki uh, 12. Yeah, but you broke the rules. What did you mean I broke the rules? Pete ordered some Yamazaki whiskey, and then he had it with water. I didn't... Wa- think it was like 90% water. Really annoyed me. Really annoyed me. Ice that, cubes was, and 90% Do you want it with rocks? I was like, well, no, I don't like it. I, don't, I like my whiskey without uh, ice. Um, but if you give me a glass of water with it, if you want, that's up to you. That's your business, not mine. 
Um, but uh, yeah, they uh, they just they made like a kind of weird whiskey water cocktail. It was like, gross. It looks horrible. Gross, baby. Um, we've got one here from Dylan from Camrose, Alberta. He says, "Hello, Chris and Pete. My family and I are planning a vacation to Japan in 2021. Um, I'm learning a bit of Japanese before then, and I'm wondering what the top five or top ten or whatever most common kanji are that you see day to day in Japan. Mm. Thanks in advance for your response, Dylan from Camrose, Alberta." Again, <laughs> okay. um, what are your thoughts? Um, you see, exit quite a lot. The, 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 the <laughs> Only because you're for, exiting things. Yeah, well, you the, like to exit things. The kanji for people <laughs> <laughs> pointing at, at the sign. Um, the sign for emerge, and which is like a double mountain, <laughs> and um, an opening, which is like a square. Well, what I would say, I mean, there's there's only two kanji you really need to know, and that's male and female, mm. um, because some toilets in Japan particularly in um, more traditional bars and izakayas, yeah, they That's true. don't write male or female. You just have the kanji character for male and female. So they're the only two worth remembering or yeah. looking up. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. An exit, if you want to exit somewhere. Yeah, like uh, emerge from an opening. Um, eat or drink, <laughs> they're quite common. The one for food and the one for drink, they're pretty common. Right. Um, but, I mean, yeah, you don't really need that many don't worry to get about around. It. Don't worry about yeah. it. Although I do love learning kanji. It's so fun to uh, learn kanji characters and write them from memory. I'll never forget being able to write, you know. I say never forget because it is, it is a past thing. Uh, because I, I <laughs> I've learned just given up. Over, a th- like, over a thousand kanji characters in my first year. <laughs> I can write a lot of them from memory. Right. Now I can't write many from memory. <laughs> and it's a shame because you really need to keep the practice up. If you are learning Japanese... You have to keep writing them down. Mm. That's why Japan is very much a written society, a paper society. Well, the block they I don't to, use computers for well, things, they use paper still. The block I was talking about last week, who was um, uh, the gay man, the gay older man, he was saying that he uh, he was, uh, he was doesn't know any kanji. Really? <laughs> I was well, like, that's interesting. It's quite a, it's quite a big problem. Mm. Um, so the reason Japan's a paper-based society, where people use paper more than digital, if it's interesting if you compare Japan to Korea. People mm. often say South Korea is more... Uh, futuristic than Japan because the Korean alphabet it's got about 25 to 30 characters if I recall Hangul whereas Japanese mm. same as Chinese characters there's over 2,000 2,200 characters that you would need to use in daily life in Japan itself yeah. um, because of that papers everywhere people write things down because they need to keep writing to remember all those characters Yeah, uh, it's quite an interesting difference in mm. culture but um when you do master them, when you do learn to read and write them, it is just the most amazing thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, spend a week, Dylan, writing <laughs> those, those handful of kanji down and, uh, no, no, might help you out. When you're Aye. Uh, we've got one from Chris Thurber. He oh. says, your email is stupid and long and I hate it. That's all. Chris Thurber. Well, I'm, I'm struggling to see what the, what the point is there. Like, the, what email is, what the email address? For a broad Japan podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. It's, long. So it's got everything in there that it needs. What I will say, Chris, is yes, the email address for the podcast is lengthy, <laughs> abroadjapanpodcast at gmail.com, but it's like a great filter. We exactly, want, it, we yes. want the creme de la creme of comments. Only we want the, the strongest can survive. How many people do we know? <laughs> How many people do you think have mistyped abroadjapanpodcast at gmail.com? Yeah. One character out of place, cost them the grand question, cost them their <laughs> comment, cost them their moment in the limelight. And that's what we try to do. We try to make it deliberately difficult. So only the top 1%, the best of the best, 
get to ask questions. With that in mind, we turn our attention to Jacob, who says, Hello, Chris and Pete. My name is Jacob, and I live in the US, and I'm currently in college and looking to apply for the Japan Exchange Teaching Programme, the JET Programme, in two years. I was wondering if a teaching English in a foreign language certificate would be worth getting so I can get ahead of the competition uh, for the JET Programme, or is it not worth it? Jacob, what do you reckon? I have very little... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've very little uh, experience in this, Chris. So I might have to turn that one over to you. I'd say yes. Um, I know the marking scheme for applications on the Jet Program. I think that's a factor where they will oh, right, look at your experience or credentials in teaching. Mm. And if you do have teaching experience, no matter what it is, it will give you a couple of points and right. helps you get ahead. So yeah, go for it. As long as it doesn't take too much time or money, then uh, go for it, Jake. Yeah, lovely old job. Stick it in the college course. What have we got from Dan? Uh, we got one from Dan. Hi, lads. Love the pod, love the videos. Quick Natsuki idea. Cycle tour through England in the summer months like a reverse cycle across Japan. I mean, that would be guaranteed asthma attack. Uh, Natsuki, doesn't cigarette. Have, Natsuki doesn't have asthma. Well, he will get asthma if he has to cycle because he has terrible cigarette he does have addictions. Problems. Yeah, he does. Um, you know what? When we were at the Sapporo Snow Festival last week, <laughs> we bumped into a lot of viewers. We bumped into a truckload of uh, of viewers and listeners from the Netherlands mm. and they surrounded Natsuki and I and they were you know having a laugh and they said um, you know make Natsuki the movie too make Natsuki the movie too and Natsuki was like yeah yeah do that do that <laughs> um, and it, it didn't make me want to do it I felt pressured uh, <laughs> but that could be the premise there would, um, what Natsuki like... cycle from Lund- <laughs> from Brighton to Glasgow <laughs> will he live there was a there was a terrible uh, not a terrible situation but um, a young lass and, and a lad um, we were in the rest in the ramen restaurant in Ipodo, mm. uh and they went um, oh can I get can we get your picture please to me and I was like thinking that obviously they want your picture but they just meant the royal we you know what I mean so I went oh yeah yeah Chris is outside Chris is outside so everyone went outside <laughs> and I didn't actually get in the picture so I'm scared that they actually might have wanted my picture. But I just wasn't in the picture, and I felt like I mugged them off. So if they why would they want your picture? I'll, I don't know why they wouldn't want my picture. That was pretty funny. But I don't, but, but, <laughs> I I don't, but what they they expressly went to me, didn't go to you. They said, "Could my friend? My friend is a fan of you. Could I get a picture?" And I just went with my low self esteem. Yeah, Chris is outside. Like I was refusing to get involved. Well, I think maybe they could have been listeners of one of your other many of my billion many projects. Podcasts. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or they but, like the no. absolute radio before you quit. Well, either way, they got a picture with you. Perfect. <laughs> Lucky them. Um, <laughs> it's quite a real situation. Um, one from Jennifer. He says, "Hello, Chris and Pete. My name's Jennifer from the US, and I was catching up on your podcast when a question uh, asker, a question asker, mentioned Japanese <laughs> people giving stuff to them randomly, and I wanted to share my experiences." The first one was when my group and I went to a spaghetti place back in July 2019. We were sat at a table together, but also with a lovely elderly woman who tried to talk to us, to whom we tried our best to talk back to. Mm. Uh, Before she left, however, she gave us each a postcard from her favourite stationery store, and it was really touching. Mm. Another time on the same trip, I went to a 7-Eleven to get food for my birthday dinner, since I spent that evening in by myself. Um, But during the days, my friend had stuck a, It's my birthday! Uh, Disney pin on my clothes <laughs> so the lady checked me out and saw the pin got really excited and uh, stuck a couple of pieces of candy in with my food and I nearly cried because I wasn't having the best day everyone in Japan is so damn nice Jennifer <laughs> that's nice that is nice depends what food the candy's being sticked in though doesn't it 
Yeah. If I had a bit of fried chicken, someone stuck some jelly beans in it. If you put that, yeah, wouldn't, you that wouldn't make my birthday. I'm some spaghetti. <laughs> if someone put some a some Japanese adult cream pie in it. I'd, I'd, I'd be oh, saying not to it. Put that in context. <laughs> context. McDonald's. Yes. The McDonald's adult cream pie. Yes. For those of you who don't know what that is, uh, we mentioned it last week. We McDonald's did. brought out a product called the adult cream pie. Yep. It is a cream pie. Or do not. Um, and it's caused a big stir in the big media. Big stir. Stir in that, that cream pie. Um, but that's a lovely story. That have is you, nice. Have you ever received anything for free in Japan? No, just little balls of peanuts <laughs> balls in bars. Peanuts. But I think that's just par for the course. Oh, <laughs> poor old Pete. Never mind. I bought quite a lot of um, glasses of tequila for people. Right. In bars when I'm alone, um, I feel. Is that your felt... like your cheap way of making friends? Well, no, it's my cheap drink. way. Of, actually, it's my cheap way of extricating myself from any problems. Any well, not problems, but like any. Situation what alcohol? Where, the problem's that like situation if I want to leave a bar without sort of feeling like I'm mugging people off because we're having a nice time but then I'm like right shots and then I'm out of here who wants a shot 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 <laughs> and we have shot shot shots and then I'm out can I have or can you or could I say <laughs> give me Brilliant. the fucking bill I'm out of there <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've ever got is free cherries at onsen oh, yeah. that's pretty I, good I got out of hot spring once and some old guy Really nice guy was like, hello. started feeding you cherries from while, you're in, while you're in the bath. He gave me a How box How decadent. Of cherries. <laughs> uh, like, look at this. He was like, <laughs> this <laughs> Cherries is uh, sakurambo. Ah. And I was like, oh, sakurambo. <laughs> sakurambo. <laughs> sakurambo, baby. My pronunciation wasn't very good at the time. It's my first year. But it was lovely. Mm. Um, but that's a nice story. Um, if any of you guys listening in have got free stuff mm. from Japanese people, do yeah. let us know. I'm keen to know <laughs> what other free stuff they hand out yeah. around the country. Um, we've got one from Matt. Matt from Canada. Um, he says, hey guys, Matt from Canada here. I've been listening to the podcast for about a year. You've asked us inquirers, inquirers, uh, not listeners, to paint a picture of where we listen. And my answer is, I listen mostly in the gym or on the bus Ooh. or train. My question is for both of you. Chris has often mentioned having the experience of being recognised in Japan from people who know your YouTube work. Uh, my question is, has anyone ever recognised you in a hot spring, in an onsen? Um, I was reading the memoir of a comic book artist the other day, and he mentions meeting fans whilst in the bath at Oedo Onsen uh, in Tokyo. Mm. Um, uh, and he'd had a fan meet-up while they're sitting in the hot spring altogether naked. <laughs> I read this and immediately thought, I wonder if that happened to Chris or Pete. Anyway, cheers, guys. Keep up the good work. Matt from Canada. Interesting story, Matt. I did meet a viewer uh, in Oedo Onsen myself. <laughs> the exact same place in Tokyo. I was sitting in there. Uh, and, yeah, it's a little bit awkward. A little you bit. Just you naked, imagine. Naked in a puddle of hot water. <laughs> and someone's like, oh, are you that abroad in Japan guy? Like, yeah, it's me. Are you Are you Dave? Yeah, oh, yeah, Dave. Dave from abroad Japan, that's me. <laughs> and he sat down next to me and... It's, yeah, it's a little bit awkward. I was very, um, um, I was very interested um, to to note that um, what I assume was a Japanese man came in with a tattoo into the onsen. In it was built into my hotel last week. Really? In uh, in Sapporo. So I didn't That's feel really quite rare. so. I did not feel quite so bad wearing my own tattoos. Quite frankly, was he Japanese? Yeah, he looked Japanese. So I mean, I, I wouldn't make to speculate, but it was it was a, it was a shit tattoo, and I am the expert of shit tattoos. <laughs> Why was it shit? Yeah, it was just a little like little wings on his chest. I, little I wings. Saw, 
Well, I saw a few. Holland's favourite has got wings on their chest, but it, it was a particularly bad example. <laughs> that, that, that's a really weird place to put wings <laughs> on your chest. Um, Have this son, it'll put wings on your chest. I had a question on here. Um, I couldn't see who the name was from, but they they asked. Um, Hi, Chris. A year ago, you said you were going to get a tattoo. Mm, but then, yeah. did you actually get one? Let us know. Give us an update. Um, and the answer is no. No, not yet. I've offered to do it with a needle, with a felt tip pen, a hot needle, and some oh, Indian ink. That is enough to put anyone <laughs> off getting a tattoo. Um, no, I haven't got a tattoo. Mm. I love to, but I do go in a lot of hot springs and onsen, and I just think it would cause too many problems at this point in time. I think if I left when I leave Japan, I might get one. Mm. But I don't know. I my weight goes up and down a lot. Like at the moment, I'm not fit because it's been winter. I've sat inside. I haven't done any exercise. Excuses. I look like a puddle of just oh, lots awful. excuses. Um, and so, if I got a tattoo, it would stretch and look awful. And then I, when I get fit next month, which is definitely going to happen, <laughs> let's face it, it would shrink. It look wrong. So yeah. you know, I've got to wait till I'm more stable. Well, we'll just put it on a part of your body that's not going to get bigger or smaller, like your head, your forehead. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> um, brilliant. But no, I'd, I'd love to get one, but I still don't know what it would be either. No. The Abroad Japan subscribe the idea, button. The, 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 <laughs> would subscribe that be sad? Now. Swipe up to subscribe now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still open to ideas. Um, if you have any ideas, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for what I should get as a tattoo, open to ideas as always. Let us know. Drop <laughs> us an email. Um, drop us an email, a comment or question to Abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com. Don't be put off. By the long and lengthy, cumbersome title, <laughs> um, we do get hundreds of you. You know, hundreds of you guys send your stuff into us, and it's yeah. great. Clearly, the cumbersome and lengthy title hasn't stopped uh, hasn't stopped Most anyone from sending in their messages. So that's great. <laughs> but do keep them coming. We'll be back same time next week to do it all over again. Pete will be in Japan still, so we'll be yeah. doing another one in Japan. Uh, but for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, thanks for listening and check out our Sapporo video uh, on the Abroad Perspective YouTube channel. It was a lot of fun and uh, you get to see what we did pretty much in real time. It's quite a lengthy video. But anyway, enjoy it and have a great week, guys. We'll see you next week. Wrap up warm. This was a Stakhanov production. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.